All right, welcome to another episode of Kiwi Scan Stories, where neighbors meet neighbors. Today, we're talking about a special needs awareness inclusive family day that's happening on April Sunday, the 23rd, here at the K-8 Center in their fields, right at the, the school. Today, to talk about that, we have Dominique Briard and Laura Teran. They are part of It Takes a Village. We're going to get to know about the, or the, the organization and the, pro- and the event. I'm excited. Welcome on the show, ladies. How are we doing today? Hi, Alejandro. Thank you for welcoming us. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having us today. Let's talk a little bit about what it what is It Takes a Village. Well, It Takes a Village a group from a group of mothers into an organization now that we all have children with special needs, and we wanted them to feel as much as everybody else in Kibiskane to feel part of this beautiful community that we have. And so our mission is to create awareness, promote inclusion, and help develop social and job opportunities here within the island. So we're all working together and we're hoping to push an event like this that will help bring awareness to all these people that live in our island. It Takes a Village was launched literally just before the lockdown. Um, and for the launch of the organization, which I was a guest to, um, there were over 100 people who attended that. It was held at the community center in Kibiskane. And I think everyone was surprised of the turnout. Even the three um, beautiful women that, that launched the organization, Laura, um, Barbara Diaz, and Kuni um, Guerra. It was, it was really, I think everyone was surprised. Um, happily surprised of the turnout and the interest um, in, you know, in raising awareness and special needs. Um, the timing was unfortunate because I think literally the day before they locked down schools, hence everything. And um, well, we went through pandemic craziness. And I think last year I reached out to Barbara and I said, what, do you, what are you guys doing? And um well, they invited me, let's let's have a coffee and um, see what, what we can do. And starts, you know, we started con- to continue to turn the wheels on the, the great mission of raising awareness um, for special needs. And the name of the organization is just perfect because it, ta- it does take a village. And Kibiskane is a village. It's a very well named a village, not a town, not a city, you know. It is a village and it's a community. And raising a family is takes a community and raising special needs children takes a lot of extra help. Um, and we can all share our personal stories and every single family that has a special needs child can share their stories in how it's been a work of love to raise their child and to help them thrive and it's not only the parents and siblings it's teachers therapists neighbors um you know people at the stores the children visit every every person that they encounter makes a difference in in every person's life but especially for people with special needs who have a harder time to find their place in a community to understand their role and to feel included um we all need and want 
to be a part of something. Um, and people with special needs have a harder time finding that. Um, so that's for us what we believe a village, a community um, is, and it does take a village. And we count and rely on the support of everyone in Key Biscayne to be inclusive. Um, so yeah, so that's what it, it takes a village is. It's really to raise awareness with everyone in Key Biscayne to be involved with the families to make the life of people with special needs a much better one. Um, Key Biscayne out of all the world, places in the world is a fabulous place to live, a great place to raise a family. And I couldn't think of anywhere else better to raise someone with special needs because they have special needs. And we have the resources in Key Biscayne to offer that, whether it is um, a helping hand when they're crossing the street, a, f a face they know when they're walking into CVS when they're old enough to do that, but they still need, mm. you know, a little bit of support, a little bit of knowing if they get lost, they can turn around and someone will help them out. Um, special needs is very broad, so I don't want to get into that, but it's it's great. I mean, even just thinking that there is a possibility for someone with special needs to be able to have a little bit of independence um, is a very big deal. And if there's one place in the world where we can achieve that is keep us gain. So when you meet special needs, what are we talking about exactly? Is there a range? It's a very good question. And, you know, sp special needs is very broad and encompassing of anyone from someone who needs a wheelchair to someone with autism, Down syndrome, any cognitive uh, issues, anyone with um, ADHD, even dyslexia is a special needs. Um, it is a very spe you know, special needs because when a child that's learning to read in first grade, second grade is not able to do so, they go through a lot of struggles. Um, and it affects their self-esteem. It affects their social life. Um, so yeah, so really anything, anything that requires a little extra help, um, any special diagnose beyond, um, the big difficulties of raising a healthy child, um, is special needs. Yes, Alejandro, anybody with physical, emotional, or intellectual impairment, a lot of them have speech that they don't talk. And so all those are included in special needs, especially, and we have a lot of them here in Cuiscane. All right. So what about the family day, the inclusive family day that's happening on the 23rd? What can we expect? The most important thing I think we're having at the event is that we're having a superhero hour that we're calling it and it's a from four to five only exclusively only for families with a child teen or adult with special needs so they can come have the rides the entertainment and the activities all to themselves these kids or adults they have a hard time a lot of the times in big crowds or in big lines so for them to have a space that's safer where they can 
navigate in a more quiet environment, it's going to be great. We have also gathered, and we're so lucky and grateful to have gathered a number of volunteers. We have almost 70 volunteers who are ready to be paired up with these uh, special needs kids or adults or teens uh, to take them around the rides. We're going to have a, a big slide. We're going to have a obstacle course. We're going to have like bumper cars, swings, bounce house. We're even going to have a petting zoo. We're going to have face painting. Um, so, and eventually we're going to have some entertaining. We're going to have somebody doing a Zumba. We're going to have a area stage, which is a company, a theater company in Sunset. They're going to come and do a little performance. We're going to have a little stage. So uh, we're going to have a little bit for everyone. Uh, so we're happy and excited. Everyone should come. So the superhero hour is from four to five, right? And then everybody else can join after that. So you said 70 volunteers, which is amazing. That's seven zero, right? So how is that dynamic going to go down with the volunteers and the kids? Um, yeah, it's it's really amazing that we have a really good group of volunteers. Um, during that superhero hour, we'll be connecting the volunteers with a special needs group, connecting you know individuals with individuals so that they can have conversations go on the rides together, enjoy the amusements and the food vendors and everything that we will be having at the event, the face painting and all these things without a much larger audience, without having too many people there, um, without having to go through long lines. These are things that are very hard for people with special needs. Even perhaps some have difficulties when the volume gets very loud. So it will be a an hour where they're the main the main focus. Um, we want everyone who comes from the village to really see how flourishing our special needs community is. Starting at five, everyone in the community is invited. And the same things will be available for free for everyone. And so they will be able to enjoy rides. We have bouncy houses and um, face painting and a lot, a lot of different amusements. There will be food vendors so people can get a snack or a meal. Um, and we will also have providers. Um, Laura, if you, you can share a little bit more of that. I think it's a really good component because we have service providers that focus on um, education for special needs, but not exclusively. So they do help kids that just need, you know, a little push in general educational um service providers that will be promoting themselves but also have um, some interesting things to offer to engage with with the audience. So okay, the service providers is somewhere locally. So we have motivating minds, minds of tomorrow and Casa Smiles. And then we have some from outside the key. Like I had said, Area Stage, which is a theater company. We're going to have UM Card. FIU Embrace, My Time, Up to My Child. So we have a few that are coming to lend their expertise and answer questions to the families uh, for potential children who may need them, children or adults who may need them. We're trying also get to get Miami Vocational Rehabilitation for the older children so they can be trained for jobs. So we're really looking forward. We have a good crowd that has offered 
their services, and we're looking forward to matching them up with families who may need them. So at the end of the day, what is the goal with this uh, Inclusive Family Day? There's so many events that go around in Kibiscane, and most of our children are not able to participate because there's long lines, overcrowding, lots of kids screaming. So it's really hard for them to compete to make a line to sit with Santa or take a picture with the Easter egg uh, bunny or grab the eggs because they didn't make it there in time. So we want the community to know they're here. Maybe in the next event that they see them there, they're going to let them in front of the line or they're going to help them get the egg. We're actually having some badges made. Some of them may be able to wear them. Others will have stickers depending on their sensibility of what they can use. If the parents are, obviously, if the parents want to have them wear them. but the, So the community can recognize them and then next time they'll say hello or they'll volunteer in our social studies that we have started to match kids and they come and play together or, you know what, help them get in front of the line. And so at the event, that's what, during their special hours, obviously they'll have the lines to themselves. But once everybody gets there, I'm hoping and we're actually going to tell the people running the ride, you know what, if you see a kid with a badge, they should go first. And so it's going to create awareness to these other kids. You know what, these kids need a little more attention. They may be a little slower or a little, you know what, more sensitive to the noises and whatever. So as soon as they get in front of the line, for them, it's everybody's going to have a great time and they're going to be seen. So I think that's the main purpose and how we want to create awareness. So you mentioned about matching kids to play together. That's, that's a new thing. That's a new thing. We just started it. It's in Pampers, literally. We have a few volunteers um, who have, who actually, one of them approached us and said, how can I get together with special needs kids? I want to get to know them, become a friend. And so we literally started a, we call it a social studies, not an official name, but literally the kids come like yesterday, it was a boy and his sister came over and played with two special needs kids. One brought Jenga, the other one Monopoly, and they stayed for an hour and a half and they literally helped them count money on the Monopoly. It was just beautiful to watch because you would see the excitement of the kids with special needs and then how the other kids wanted to engage. And you know what? These kids don't have friends. Sadly, it's really hard for them to make friends. And so for somebody to offer up their time when they have soccer and so many other activities to come and play with them, it's so special. And so that's something we literally want to continue and we want to make it grow. We're doing it at the community center. They're offered up the adult lounge. So we're doing it usually in the afternoons on Saturdays between four and five and six. It depends obviously on the volunteers time or sports or you know what, whatever time they can, we're going to do it then. So as we were talking before our show, that this is the first first event of this kind in the key, right? It's pretty exciting. Yes, this is the first event in Kibiskane of this nature. And um, we're looking at this kind of like a, a pilot program, how we envision 
um, uh, the events that the village of Cuscane offers, which the village of Cuscane is supporting us in this event. So this can be kind of like the pilot program where we, how we envision any event being inclusive. And so just, you know, with a little accommodation, any type of public event can be accommodating to anyone who has any sort of special need. Um, and the, excuse me, the volunteer program is fantastic also because it offers young, the young community in Kibiscane an opportunity to become engaged and aware. Um, and as we were saying earlier, awareness is, is knowledge. It's, you know, if there's something existing, just drawing attention to something, explaining just how it is, destigmatizes things, brings people closer to whatever that reality is and makes us aware. And if we're aware of something, it's less daunting, maybe. It can be something that really engages young, the young community in Kibiscane in a very nurturing way to them as well. Um, one of the challenges I think we all have in Kibiscane also is when kids grow a little bit older, they start to outgrow the size of the island. Um, and this also, we are hoping, is an opportunity for uh, kids and teens to become really engaged in being part of this community in a very healthy way. Um, so yeah, so this is our, the first event we have of this nature on the island. And we're hoping it will kind of set um, a base of how we can, with simple accommodations, make every event in the village inclusive and also help the, the community at large understand that with simple adjustments, everyone has a space and a role and um, can have a good time in an event like a public event where we have rides and fun and just um, be part of a community. Great. This has been great and informative about the event. We look forward to uh, participating and, and being there. Um, so we have a, just a one closing question here in Kibiskane Stories. What is your favorite part of Kibiskane? Kibiskane is home. And it's the village where we are raising our special needs kids. So um, I love this community. I've been here since I'm 10. So it's home. Kibiskane I mean, and so many people in the world live of <laughs> stream of living on an island. We live on an island and we get to raise our families in this open community where kids can ride their bicycles to school. In this day and age, there's maybe a handful of small towns in the world where kids have that opportunity. We know faces. We go. I go to the park, and I will always have someone to talk to. Um, maybe I run into a close friend, or maybe I run into someone that I've seen several times walking in and out of the supermarket, or you know, um, as friends with a friend, or I know the child they're taking care of. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's 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 a small community, and we all know each other. So 
it's a, like a large family um, and many people here um, are not originally born in Kibiskein and so we come from different places and we find the sense of family, the sense of home. It is truly home and we get to have that beautiful um, slow pace rhythm of life where you could be outdoors and you can go to the beach and work out at the park and you know uh, now more and more work from home um, which is Kibiskein and then when you need a little bit more you just go over the beautiful Rickenbacker Bridge and you have this vast city with every single thing so it's, it's everything is just 15 minutes away um, how what else could he ask for <laughs> awesome ladies uh, Dominique and Laura thank you so much for joining us on the show and telling us all, all about the event we look forward to it thank you thank, thank you Alejandro, Alejandro.